definitely human. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. On the prosperous island city of Fortuna, our valiant adventurers have taken possession of a mysterious box and now endeavour to bring it safely to its rightful home and claim their bounty. But first, they must reassure their fastidious employer and negotiate fast and convenient transportation for their precious cargo. Action! Drama! Pax Fortuna! Certainty, part two. Devin Gifford is waiting for you outside and immediately runs over to the box, starts fussing over it, checking the lock, checking uh, that there's no damage to it in any way. Yes, it's all in order. Yes, you have any trouble? Uh, No trouble at all. Our fine tradeswoman, Almira, here, was able to negotiate the box through through customs quite ably. Ah, good, good. Right. Uh, the council's house is on the other side of the city. I think uh, the best way, perhaps, to get there might be to hail a gondola, if we can find one. I wipe potato peel off my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Got a bit of potato on me. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, he thinks that perhaps this is what orcs do <laughs> at night, just munching on potatoes. Yeah, I take a bite. Like, mm. uh, who's going to be carrying the box? Selwyn and I can uh, can carry the box between us. Okay, he uh, wants to stay close to it, so he's going to be in front of you and insists that you are right behind him so he can keep check. That's quite uh, all right. Okay, you march forward, led by Devin, as he takes you in the direction of the canal. When you come to it, the water is still and sparkles under the moonlight. This canal leads directly to the banking district of Fortuna, and ultimately, through connecting canals, to the marina on Fortuna's west bank. Ahead is a gondola post, a sort of very short dock with a wooden windbreaker in front of a bench and a crude roof for a shelter. You can see two gondolas there even at this late hour. One houses two plush cream sofas, both facing towards the bow, which could sit three people abreast. The gondolier rests her oar against her shoulder and waits for you to board, stifling a yawn before rubbing her eyes. The other is a more rudimentary boat with two benches and no room for comfort. It's about two persons wide. The gondolier of this vessel sits on a post at the stern, smoking a pipe. So... What are we doing now, then? 
Can we go on the little boat things? Yes, yes. Uh, we need to take the gondola and it will take us to Bartholomew Spinks's home. Um, I propose taking the more comfortable vessel. I assume this will be added to our expenses, uh, Devin. Well, Devin looks a little flustered at that. Well, I, I am a dwarf of the well, cloth, but I am, I am a dwarf after all. I won't, be, I won't be taken for a ride. You did say money was no object. I did, didn't I? I didn't say <laughs> yes. that. Well, I thought uh, we were going for a ride. Ah, yes, yes, my, my orcish friend here is a, is a literal man. <laughs> That's me, I'm the orcish one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he smiles at you, benevolently. The smile back. Yes, and he says, well, then, uh, I propose that the uh, box stay at the front sofa with me and uh, one other guard. With the box and yourself, a strapping man, perhaps our smallest member, Almira, could travel with you and the, the three of us absolutely and Selwyn and, and myself can travel in the back. And you speak for her, do you? Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> I would be delighted. I am sure that Mr. Gifford and I have quite a lot that we can discuss on the way. <laughs> he uh, is a little nervous, uh, but he uh, acquiesces and uh, he steps onto the boat. It sits low in the water. To board it, you'll have to hop from the wooden platform. Who's putting the box on? I suppose you yeah, guys. Uh, and I can, yeah. yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. get on first and then you can. Yeah, and I kind of just mm. push the box onto the thing. Yeah. Okay, well, getting onto the gondola is no problem. You have to now roll a dexterity check to take possession of the box oh, okay. and balance it in the water. Ten. You grab the other side of a box as it's pushed along to you and settle it in the middle between the blank seat and Devin. Yep, I pat the seat. Come on then, we'll get to know each other a little better. (laughs) (laughs) I hop in. Okay, so Almira at the front, box, Devin. I'm happy to be on the left side. Yeah, I'll be on the right, so one in the middle. Okay, without saying much, the gondolier pushes off and you start floating down the canal. Uh, It's a beautiful canal. You float gently under small arched bridges with elaborate railings. In this residential area that you're passing through, the houses open directly onto the water. Most of the dwellings here have their own smaller gondolas tethered beside their doors. Overhanging you, you can smell flowers and potted plants that have been suspended beneath windows. Eventually, you come to a stretch of water that flows alongside a cobbled street, and the lanterns that are hooked on poles along its length illuminate shop windows that display various trinkets and small jewellery. So, Devin, with this Bartholomew Spinks, uh, does he often have deliveries in the middle of the night? Uh, Every once in a while, I have this year taken perhaps uh, three deliveries. You know, there's there's something altogether untoward about about these kinds of night deliveries, isn't there? Perhaps Mr. Spinks is a man in need of redemption. What do you think? Well, I think uh, Mr. Spinks knows exactly what he's doing. I've worked for him for ooh, two years now. He's always been very upright. I'm not sure what redemption he could need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I shall think on it. So you're a human. What's yes. that like? <laughs> 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 Tell me all about it. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Come from the sea. No, no, land. (laughs) Land Land creature. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, what's it like being an orc? It's normal. (laughs) Probably not much to say about it, really. I'm a half-orc, technically. Oh, yeah? Yeah, not a real orc. My mother was a mountain orc, and my father was a cave orc. So I'm sort of... uh, Sort of stuck between two worlds, really. I I already know my place, you know. Oh, wow. That's That's why I decided to get out there and become a a traveller. See the world. Yeah, I'm on quite the same journey myself. Looking for adventure, keen to mingle with different groups of people such as yourself. Such as ourselves, yes. Well, you found them, haven't you? Yeah. So you're 
you are a half orc, but your That's one right. half is orc and the other half is also orc. But my mother from yes. the mountains, so mountain orc. And my father from the caves, so cave orc. I see. I understand it's a little complex, but <laughs> if you can try and... It's just a, it's sort of regional areas, you know. I see. And me, I suppose you could say I'm a land orc. <laughs> yeah, think about it. <laughs> How wonderful. But of course, as a dwarf, you know all about being underground, don't you? You live underground all the time, I assume, with your rock friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my great-grandfather, uh, Edwin, he, he lived underground. Uh, I've lived in Fortuna my whole life. I've got my little parish... Uh, I've got my my parishioners, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a humble existence, but a satisfying one. Can you all make perception checks, please, as you have this conversation? 10. 16. 16. 18. Almira, you are the first to notice the sound of movement in the water behind you, and turning around, you can see another gondola in the distance, but drawing nearer every second. <gasps> Would you look at that? Another gondolier out at such a late hour. This is just an enterprising city, isn't it? Uh, It's drawing closer now, and you can see that this is the other gondola that you did not take. But the gondolier is nowhere to be seen. Instead, there are two men, one of whom is a dwarf, and two women. They're all dressed in all black. A man and a woman are sculling at the back, and the other two are right at the prow of the gondola. We see you, says one of the men. Uh, We see you, and I wave. (laughs) Hello! They say, hand over the box. No! <laughs> no, that's ours, actually. <laughs> we won't be handing that over, I'm afraid. They are getting closer, and the woman at the front pulls out a bow. Oh, goodness me. Mr. Gifford, th- this is taking quite a turn. Well, what would you like us to do? Well, we, we, must, we must defend the box. Uh, these people are obviously robbers of some kind and wish to deprive Bartholomew Spinks of his uh, well-earned bounty, whatever it is. I don't need any more information than that. (laughs) He starts shouting at his own gondolier, saying, Faster! Row faster! I'm going to stand at the back of our gondola, looking back at the the other gondola, and just kind of raise my hands in a a conciliatory fashion and say, Now, hold on. Uh, If you'd lower your bone, I'm sure we could talk about what's troubling you and and what's led (laughs) you to this this rash decision in your Mm, your life. Absolutely. They're about 30 feet away now. And take a shot. (laughs) with a twang and a whistle the arrow sails into and grazes your leg the upper thigh and deals four points of damage oh Oh, no I look down and and just kind of pat my thigh and I say oh dear oh no Stop and hand over the box. Amira, the, the, the combat setting on the, on the potato. <laughs> Quickly now. Selwyn, what about your ship piece? Your shield? My shield? Yes. Yes, that's for stopping the arrows, but I'll need something to hit them with as well. <laughs> Luckily, I've got my axe divider. And I hold up my axe. <laughs> Now, how do I get to a boat? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, they're about 15 feet away now, and you can see the woman is fumbling in her quiver for another arrow. So I don't have any weapons with me. Do you have any weapons with you? I have Hunters? a dagger, like a fancy dagger. Okay, the uh, gondolier is panicking now, saying, what's going on here? What, what is this? All right, uh, steer your boat into the other boat, and I'll hit him with my axe. 
No! That's suicide! It's a solid plan. I'm not going anywhere near those people. Uh, she does, starts slowing down, seems to be heading towards the bank. Does she have the, the this gondola pole? I don't have a weapon, so I'm going to reach for it with my blood-soaked hands. If I could just uh, borrow the, the, the this pole or... Uh, she tries to uh, resist. Well, Do you want to try and very forcibly... No, no, I don't. I, I'm very <laughs> flustered by this, and I, I just like... I get a little bit of blood all over the pole and then I just back off and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, uh, she, at the sight of her blood, screams and she steers you into the bank of the canal and gets up and runs. Mm. Sensible. Devin throws himself over the box saying, protect the box, protect the box. <laughs> does Devin have any weapons? No, he does not. Mm. Um, how close are they now? The rear of your gondola is now against the prow of theirs okay. and they uh, unsheathe swords. I agree. Grab the oar and I swing it straight to just like knock everybody into the water. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, could you make an attack roll, please? Four. Okay. The uh, oar swings clean over their heads oh, and almost takes you back around mm. to hit everyone no, on your no. <laughs> But you all manage to duck out of the way just in time. <laughs> the Four assailants get onto the bank and Devin tries himself to pick up the box and lift it onto the bank and doesn't quite make it. He kind of stumbles and it almost, he almost trips over. Should we be making a run for it with the box then rather than trying to fight them? Or? Well, we probably can't outrun them with the box, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm happy to make a stand if does anyone want to stand with me. What about you, abstinence? You look like you can handle yourself. Okay, I take out my dagger. I'll stand beside you. All right. The dwarf and the gnome are going <laughs> to scurry off in the box. Yeah. Do you think that's possible? I mean, I don't know. You, you can stay with your peeler. I can, I can, I can lift the box with Devin, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he swings the box into uh, you, Theobald. Okay. And immediately starts running with you, expecting that you're going to okay. take it with him. I, I stumble along and I'm trying limping a little bit with my thigh being okay. the way it is. And so, oh, slow down. No no need to be so hasty. I'm sure Selwyn has, has got the situation well in hand. Okay, he's just screaming. <laughs> like, ah! um, could you make a dexterity check to keep up yeah. with him? Okay, uh, you're falling behind a little. Your leg obviously hurts quite a lot. Yeah. And you're unable to put that much weight on it. And Devin is very upset. What are you What are you doing? What are you, just, what? just one moment. Uh, can I use the heal spell on myself? Uh, it will take an action to do that. You'd have to drop the box. And Yeah, I, I, okay. So I'm going to say, just just give me one moment, Devin. Uh, I'm afraid I've been, I've been hit. I've been hit with an arrow. Okay, and Almira? I've stayed behind. I've stayed behind with abstinence and someone. Okay, so you're forming a line to block off these people. Well, in that case, they attack you. (laughs) (laughs) With a potato peeler, a dagger, and an axe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think I've got my, like, I've got my toolkit, and, like, it's quite heavy, so my plan is not really whack them, but I'm just going to whack them, and I'm quite short as well, so my... My aim is probably to like okay. get their knees out from under them. <laughs> Step up to you, Selwyn. And then one of them looks at you and changes his mind very quickly <laughs> and like looks around for a, perhaps a softer target. The other swings a sword into your arm, just wildly flailing, dealing two points of damage. Uh, I would like to um, hit him back. <laughs> <laughs> 
Five. Uh, you swing it down. It's a very impressive swing and manages to damn near crack one of the cobblestones <laughs> beneath. Whoops. <laughs> Abstinence. <laughs> I'd like to stab him in the neck with my dagger. So okay. Just... Yes, please roll two. No, I really escalated it, but... <laughs> Thirteen. Hooray, that hits. Could you please roll a d4 for damage? Is that one? Uh, it's nope. one of these one. ones, yeah. Four. Where's my pen? Thank you. That's four, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Almira. So I'm going to try to, the same person that Abstinence just attacked, I'm going to try to whack them like, with their kneecaps with my toolkit. <laughs> my toolkit is very hard, and he's already been stabbed in the neck. Okay. I'm hoping it'll, I'm hoping it'll take him out. Cool. Roll to hit, please. <laughs> oh. One. That's a mm, one. Yeah, I know that sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you take a swing with your uh, toolbox, but... Mid swing, it opens and all your tools come flying out. No, my tools. Showering him with tools, but not dealing any actual damage. Right, right. It's going to take a long time to get them back into the toolkit. Like, this is a disaster all around. Oh, they're all in the canal now. Oh, don't say that. Are they? No, no, no. They're strewn along along the ground. Right. Um, Retrievable. Retrievable if you had a little time. Right. So, Devin has grabbed the box and he is frantically dragging it along the street. Hold on, Devin, hold on. Um, can I can I use this heal spell on my my thigh now? Yes, roll uh, d4. Four, three. A uh, nimbus of light extends from your fingers. Ah, that's the stuff. Stitching together your wound and you heal mm. three points of damage. Love that feeling. <laughs> 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 okay, uh, I kind of trundle up uh, after Devon and say, oh, I'm right as rain now. If you're picking up a box, could you make a, another check, please? Nine. Okay, healing yourself and then going to some physical exertion hasn't quite panned out. You're still a, a little out of breath. Yeah. You're not able to do much more than bring the box level to where Devin was. Okay, I'm, not, I'm not the young dwarf I used to be. No. No. <laughs> Two of your assailants want to now run past uh, your blockade. You will have uh, an attack of opportunity. As they run past, you can try and stop them. I'm going to attempt to swing for the one who is closest to getting away. Uh, please roll to hit. Six. You swing, but she's a little too fast for you, and you catch nothing but air. Um, as she goes past you, Selwyn. Said, nope. <laughs> Absence. I'd like to drink the blood that was collected in my dagger. <laughs> I'd flip the dagger so the handle is pointing up, and I pop open the little cap, and I just drink from it, and then pop it back, and then I'm, like, fired up and ready to go. What? And I... What? <laughs> You're far away. You can't even see me. <laughs> what do you guys think about this? All right. <laughs> um, I spotted like one of my screwdrivers on the ground. Can I pick that up and use it in the same turn? If you attack at disadvantage, you can do that. I'm going to do that. So I've got one of my very fearsome screwdrivers, and I'm going to try like jab it into their like calf. Nice. That's what I'm, that's what I'm going for. So okay, is this, uh, which one? Is this uh, one of the ones in front of you or one of the ones that's running past you? There's two in front of you that you're blockading. There's two that's trying to run past the blockade. Right. One of them's got past Selwyn. I'm going to do the one that's going past me then. Six. Mm, well, you get the screwdriver in hand, mm-hmm. but again, you're a little too slow to catch the calf, the man that's running past you. 
Devin takes another shot at just dragging the uh, <laughs> box while continually screaming. I must remind you, he's continually screaming. And uh, he does, he picks it up and runs down the street. <laughs> he's pretty much forgotten all about you guys now. It's all about the box. We're really good couriers, the four of us, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> He's just doing the whole job by um, As he gets halfway down the street, he stops suddenly, but you can't see why. It's your turn, Theobald. Um, so I can see that there's one person who's gotten past Selwyn and is running up towards me, I suppose, because I'm between yeah, yeah. him and the box. Absolutely. Um, gonna go and try to knock him out. With your fists? With my yeah, I have no weapons, so yeah, I was just, I'm just gonna, with my hefty dwarven fists, you know? Go ahead. Uh, two. <laughs> oh, <no>. oh, father. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you're not used to this kind of combat. No. <laughs> and yeah, you uh, take a more measured and calculated swing than perhaps the man deserved. Um, and you press your fist with good technique. <laughs> Into his chest. And there you are. Yes. <laughs> um, he stops, but that's all. You've dealt no damage. He's more uh, shocked than anything. <laughs> the ones in front of a blockade now, uh, they're trying to get past you. They've really no interest in taking you on. They just want to get past where you're defending. So they're going to disengage and run up the street as far as Theobald can take them all on, guys. It's not <laughs> a problem. That's all they're doing while you guys are distracted with the others. I'm going to try and run after the ones that are ahead of us now and jump on their backs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, rugby tackle them. Please make an athletics check to uh, rugby tackle one of them in the back. 15. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> Finally. Um, so you run at which one? They are now all past you, uh, the dwarf, the man, and the two women. Whichever one is the furthest in front, because I'm hoping if I tackle him and everyone else, it'll just, it'll just <laughs> like pile up, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, you take a run and launch yourself into his back. Please roll d4 for damage. Four. The one that you have tackled, he crumples <laughs> to the ground and lays there, mouth agape, Eyes wide, staring up at the sky. I said, so, hello. <laughs> <laughs> now, haven't I? <laughs> what expecting that, were you? <laughs> he does not respond in any hello? way. <laughs> <laughs> I click my fingers in front of his face. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, abstinence. What are the other two running towards the box? Is it two left? Uh, there's a dwarf and two women. Okay. And, and are they close to each other? Are they too close to each other? I mean, it's a, it's a fairly narrow street. Yeah. Okay. Everyone's a I little to... bunched up sprint up behind two of them and pull their clothing and yank them to the floor. Two of them? Yeah. Okay, please roll a strength check at disadvantage. But would I have... Because I've just drank the blood, so would I have disadvantage? Oh, you wouldn't. You're right. Yeah, roll it at normal, please. 16. Oh, shit. Yeah, Yeah. your eyes glowing. Uh, You run forward faster than anyone could expect, grab them by the scruff of their necks, and you pull them backwards and down, and they make a uh, sound as they go. Nice. <laughs> well, uh, roll d6 for damage for each of them. Wow. One and four. Goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> One arm stronger than the other one. <laughs> <laughs> and there's still a dwarf left running forwards, 
not quite as fast as the others, but really putting his back into it. I'm gonna just try to like launch myself at his feet. Like I'm just trying to get him to trip. I don't expect I'm gonna do that much damage, but I just want him to fall down. That's my goal. Roll a dexterity check. 10. Yep, you managed to uh, get yourself in front of his knees and he tumbles face first into the ground. Excellent. <laughs> so everyone's down. So everyone's down. Abstinence, what was all that about? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty uh, impressive what Thank you just you. did. Thank Is that you. a normal human Thank thing? Thank you, yes, yes. What was it you were uh, drinking from the... Uh... You've got a little something... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, sorry. No, just some um, blood from the dagger that I uh, collected earlier. Some, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, some... What? <laughs> no, just, you know... Just, That's... just you know. What? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I thought you said you were drinking blood. Yeah, this is perfectly normal where I come from. We just so let me so let me get this straight. You stab him with the with the little knife thing, and then blood collects. Yeah, it just in the collects in the little vial, and when I drink it, it just gives me a little pep. Oh, you know, pep. yeah, a little pep, which I yeah, thought I could do with at the time. So you know, just a little like. You know, a bit of nutrients, and yeah, I'm very into health and wellness. And <laughs> it's fascinating, isn't it? All the different cultures and ways of doing things. Good lord! We'll make uh, perception checks. Eight, six, thirteen, eighteen. Uh, the three assailants are on the ground, clearly trying to crawl away from you guys. Uh, but you notice that you can't see Devin anymore. He doesn't appear to be around. Where's Devin? Oh. Oh, good. Goodness me. Father, he was the, just, uh, he was just, yeah. Uh, uh, wasn't it you that was supposed to be uh, looking after Devon? Looking gonna... back, I think we did our job quite well. Are you going to try and restrain the uh, people who are crawling away? Which direction are they going? Are they still going forwards or are they retreating? Oh, no, 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 no. they're retreating. Okay, yeah. Now, now they've, they've seen uh, one of them be brutally yeah. tackled to the ground, his back broken. Uh, and now they're... <laughs> I was going to say, only three of them walking away. What's wrong with that one on the... I think he, uh... Oh, I think I might have killed that one. <laughs> As we run back to the gondola, you hear them shouting, You monsters! You'll pay for your crimes! Mm. I'm going to just take a moment to get my tools back into the toolkit, if that's okay. <laughs> I'm going to help you pick them up. It's very important to me. And what does this one do? <laughs> I'm going to hustle after Devin. Yeah. yeah? <laughs> I'm also going to hustle after Devin. Okay, as you approach to where... Uh, he was, you can see an open manhole cover. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the box is nowhere to be seen? No. I, okay. Uh, so I, I guess I look down the manhole cover and I just... Oh, De- Devin, oh, we're, we're ready now. <laughs> we're all caught up. Um, yes, just say the word. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Our heroes have bravely vanquished the assailants and protected their consignment. From an abundance of caution that marks the wisest of businessmen, their employer has made a tactical retreat into the sanctuary of Fortuna's historic and charming sewers, taking the precious cargo with him. Prepare for an experience of a lifetime as the rich and fragrant history of our splendid sewer tunnels beckons you on. Listening to Through Innocence Certainty, written by Maximilian John and produced and edited by David Knight and Tom Dalling, with music by Jonathan Day, starring Giorgio Mariani as Father Theobald Brandlebury, Eleanor Kohler as Almira Q. Appleby, David Knight as Selwyn Bloodstorm. 
and Charlie May as Abstinence de Montfort. I am Maximilian John, Game Master. You can follow us on Twitter at Visit Fortuna. If you are enjoying the show, you can listen to the whole 26-episode series right now, available on our Patreon to $5 subscribers. That's patreon.com forward slash definitely human. Pax Fortuna is a definitely human production. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.